Saturday, and welcome to Hoofbeats with Lori. If you enjoy all things equine, this is the place to be. We're rekindling America's love affair with the horse one Saturday at a time. I'm your host, Lori Richliano, along with my husband and co-host, Victor Richliano. For the next hour, we're going to be talking horse, which is my most favorite subject in the world. So saddle up, sit back, and relax. We have a great show planned for you. And Happy New Year. And Happy New Year to you too, mister. And we're back. And we're back. I know. It has been a long time. It has been a long time. It has been a crazy summer. It has been a crazy summer. And if you notice, it's kind of funny because I listen to a lot of different podcasts as well because as we're doing it. And I'm like, a lot of our podcast friends who are out there have kind of taken a little hiatus during the summer because... Thanks to COVID, everyone shoved everything at us this summer. Well, you know, you had, in 2020, COVID shut everything down. Right. So in 2021, everything came at us like it was being served to us out of a fire hose. It was crazy, but it was good. It, it was absolutely crazy. I think the word exhaustion is... <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like every time I turned around, you were, were getting in that trailer and heading off someplace. Oh, yeah. It's like, Lori, I got to go teach a class. Uh, the trailer's gone. That's You're right. gone. I'm gone. You know, and I go out and I go, Emily, and Emily's gone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Emily you was know. my sidekick this year. Oh, yeah. She went everywhere with you. Well, Emily and, and her father, and Brian. And her father, Brian. Yeah. You're roughy. I call him a roughy. You guys were going everywhere. <laughs> Everyone thought that I had a new husband. It was kind of funny. I know. It was insane. It was nice, though, actually, for a while. So it's kind of good. Yeah, it was just crazy. Everywhere that you guys were going. Yeah. I mean, you went to the Sherry Survey. Oh, yeah, we had a great that time. That was really good. Sherry you know. Survey is a barrel racing um, It's a barrel racing competition, for those who don't know. Uh, Sherry say, sur, Survey, my goodness, say that ten times fast. She is... I just like that you're speaking more better English. That's true. She's a world champion barrel racer, and she puts on a lot of fantastic, fantastic um, shows and, and competitions that benefit the kids. So that's what's really nice. And we're talking the kids win saddles. They all get together. It's it's fantastic. We're it's a, it's about, a great yeah. environment. And the big thing that I like about it is, uh, you know, a lot of people that once they've hit that, for lack of a better term, that famous mark, mm -hmm. they'll loan their name to competitions. Or but, to bits or to or, saddles. Yeah, but Sherry actually shows up. I mean, yeah. she took time to take pictures with all. And there was hundreds of kids. Those kids were hanging off for everything. You know, and they were all there getting their pictures taken and doing stuff like that. And, uh, I mean, Emily ran really good. Yeah, it was, it's, I, it was fantastic. Emily is, gosh, and she ended up, now, I felt sorry for her because she was in the age bracket. I know we're kind of jumping around, aren't we? Yeah. But she was in the age bracket where she had just turned the youngest and the oldest group. Right. And literally, I kid you not, it was like a week. She should have been like in the youngest group. Right. That, so it was kind of a bad situation for her, but a good but situation. But she held her own. She, she held, held her, her own. own. She did well. And the best part about it is we're ready to go for next year. Now, she rode Missy. Yeah, she rode Missy, Missy but she's a freight really train. <laughs> on that freight train out there just rocking and rolling. Yeah. And Missy's a little bit different because Missy goes left instead of right. Yeah, well, it just depends. I mean, each horse does a little bit Well, no, that confuses me. Why? Because I like, it's like a racetrack. You have to always oh. go the same direction. And yeah. when you started well, switching directions, I thought for sure she was off pattern. Yeah. Wow. Okay, we'll, t we'll talk about that actually in a future um, episode as we'll talk why would we turn a barrel horse to the left rather than to the right. Yeah, well, you know, we do have to let our listeners know because I watched the analytics and our last podcast, which was a few months ago, right. has been downloaded around the world. Mm -hmm. I mean, we have people in Germany in Singapore, all over the U.S., all over Canada. So I bet they're going to be glad we're Russia, back. and they keep downloading it, and it's very popular, but I know the people are waiting for new ones, but we have just been too busy. 
decades. Well, there have been a lot of there's been a lot of that around here. But now that we're back, we're going to try to make a little bit more effort in doing right. this. We're going to try and be out here weekly, if not at the worst, we're going to do bi-weekly. But the winter slows down a little bit. Um, we still have Emily out here helping us out. We have Jessica, who She's is back. who's back. Uh, she had taken a little hiatus for school and some uh, family matters and stuff like that that she had to take care of. And she is actually 18 years old now and living at the farm. I know, I know. Which I think is a great deal. Well, it's kind of it's it's fun, but that's one of the best parts about what we try to do here. Also with our with our hoofbeats here, our our shows, we talk about different. You know, like say different careers that you career paths and you know what horses are a great career path a great career path for young people especially mm -hmm. and we want to try and nurture that with them and move them forward with and it that's kind of what we're doing with, with jessica she's doing an internship right she's doing an internship and she's taking care of the horses and she's still going to school yep. which so that's a big heavy load I mean, she's keeping up her grades. And we've and done a lot school. of stuff this last year. I mean, kind of catching everyone up. We have done 4-H. We went to the the finals, the competitions down there in the in, cities in, in Minneapolis. Minneapolis. Um, we've done again. Local we're back shows. with Emily because she. Poor I mean, Emily. this was this was her first time competing at the county level. Right, and she it was won her a trip. first horse show, ever. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, and she won a trip. And so it was her first county competition oh, and on she top won of everything a trip else. On an Arabian. Yeah, on oh. an Arabian, which was unheard of. But, uh, you know, because we're in quarter horse country. Yeah, you know what? There's yeah, and to right. me, you know, Lori, it, it we kid about that, but a, a good horse is a good horse. That's true. You know, it does, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter the breed. I mean, uh, Emily rides Arabians. She rides quarter horses. She rides Appaloosas. Saddlebreds. Saddlebreds. We have everything here at the farm. And they all are good for different things, they all are great in everything. And they're just wonderful horses. So it was a busy year. I mean, you must have gone to probably, what, four or five barrel races over the summer? At least. No, At we least. Were, well, we were... No, no, no. Those are the official races. I'm not talking about all the schools and stuff that you oh, guys went we to. We went to clinics. Every time um, I turned around, you're going to clinics. What was that? the one clinic that you went to where they taught you the box? The box. The box. Oh. I thought that was really interesting because you came back and all of a sudden you're supposed to be going circles around the barrels and you guys are doing boxes. Well, we'll talk about some of those, some of the different clinics that we went to, which was really um, some good, some very good clinics that went to this year. Right. I mean, that was a lot of fun. And we're signed up for some clinics uh, coming up in 2022. Mm -hmm. I know you and I are going to go to a clinic for the first time. Mm -hmm. We uh, pre-signed up for Ken McNabb in the fall. Ken McNabb is going to be a really fun one. And I'm oh. hoping to get him. He's our, we've kind of talked a little bit. I'd like to have on this podcast and he already said that he'd love to do it so um i think that'd be something fun to listen to later on this year um i'd like to have him on our show and i also know that you talked to heather heath yes about coming out and you know heather's kind of like one of the unsung she's heroes one our, she's one of our barrel racing um clinicians right she works she's down uh, in texas she's down in texas and she works with some well-known barrel racers mm -hmm. um and she does i don't think she really gets the credit that she deserves. She's kind of like in the background. Oh, but she does but really well. But man, is she good at what she does. Mm -hmm. You know, and we had the, we didn't get to go to the NFR this year, but we got to watch all oh, 10 we days. we were going crazy about watching that. I mean, literally I would have students over here and we're like watching and going, look at that, look at that. Oh my gosh, you know, drive on. And you, you can just see, and it was nice we could, we could actually analyze each of the runs too, which was kind of fun. And you're kind of like hoping for the girls to get out of it. The first time we've seen a couple different girls from like North Dakota, South Dakota. South Dakota. And we're like, yeah, okay, this is great. And what was the, the lady that gave you some, uh, some hope because she's what, 61 years old. Oh goodness. Yes. And, oh. and she's still running out there. Mm -hmm. I mean, that was phenomenal mm -hmm. to, to watch her run go through. Yeah, and, really uh, 
the the one thing that I thought was funny when we were watching it, you know, you get all the boys, right? When I was growing up. That's Donna Kay. Yeah, uh, Donna Kay Rule. Mm-hmm, Donna Kay And Rule. she had, she won one of the nights. She won two of the nights. Two of the, the nights. She won, like, I think it was the second Well, so you guys kept sending me out to do the dishes. Well, you know, okay, all right, so what we thought was really awesome. Okay, so the first night, now Donna Kay Rule... This, boy, we are just jumping all over the place. Yeah, but you know what? It's because we haven't done this in so long. So we're like, hey, look at this, yeah, look at that. It's, it's like, I feel like a squirrel, you know, that just oh, found a bunch of nuts. by the way, Victor, welcome to my ADHD mind. I know. It's, now, did it's you, like, you understand I what it is? I spent the whole summer oh, look, with shiny. Go yeah, on. and I'm going over here, and I'm going over there. Yeah. But, I mean, Donna ran, I mean, she ran like a machine. Well, the first night... She knocked over two of the three barrels, and everyone's like, oh, yeah, look at this. And she's like, boom, boom, and we're like, oh, gosh, not one. But she came back and won it. Wasn't it the third night or the second, second night? night second she won night. it. And then she won it again the last night. Yeah. You know, and it was amazing. She was cooking out mm-hmm. there. She She's was cook- 61 years old. And what was the horse that we really liked? Lemon Drop? Lemon Drop. Oh, wow. That's a nice horse. She's she like, what, like only five? five. So you, we haven't even seen it. And this oh, sucker yeah, that, can that run. horse is coming on big time. But the best part about it is, you know, growing up and all the stuff like that, all the boys, we watch football and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And when, when the wives and the, the girls come in and they want to start talking, all the guys go, shh, 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 because right. we're watching football, right? <laughs> so we're sitting there, we're watching the barrel race, and, and here's Emily. Yeah. And Emily is sitting there, and she's uh, 14 years old, mm-hmm. and she's sitting on the edge of the sofa yeah. watching the barrel races, and her mom and her dad, Brian and Laura, are at the house. Yeah. And we're trying to talk about planning the winter, because the winter slows down a little bit here. We do still do lessons and stuff like that, but it's mainly the hardcore students, yeah. because the arena gets a little bit chilly, yeah. and you got to really be hardcore to be out there riding. So we're planning our lessons to get ready to hit the season hard starting in March. So we're talking with uh, Brian and Laura about uh, when Emily's going to come out for her riding and stuff like that. And in the middle of this thing, she looks at her parents and goes, Be quiet! I'm trying to watch this! Exactly. And it's like, just shush! <laughs> just be quiet! Uh, had, I was dying. Lot, you know, and that's, you know, it's really important to actually watch the barrel races. We watch them to watch them because we're learning different skill sets and going, Oh, you know, if you turn and look, the horse goes where you look. Kind of really, it really hits home. Um, we kind of joke about it back and forth because at one of her competitions, she turned and looked, um, kind of looked at the shiny lights of the of the of the stop you know she was literally, yeah, that was at sherry survey yeah she was up there and she's like literally looking up and all of a sudden she sees that she's doing really good and there's like all this light she can see her time yep. and she's like oh she looks up and i'm doing really good and, and then dunk, dink, that was it there goes the barrel yeah yeah she yeah. had a, she had a couple of those wasn't there one uh, at one of the local races oh my where not only was she winning her age bracket but she was beating all of the adults she, she was racing apples our little poa yeah that little sucker can run and that thing can run and she was going great that night and you know she decided she was going to look down at the barrel well she found her knee yeah and the, the knee hit the barrel yeah it was kind of yeah and that yeah. took care of that so. that was kind of interesting we so we have her. a couple things yeah. to work about work on over the over the winter. You know what? It's it's a learning process, but it that's I think that's what I love the most. And you know, mind you, I didn't grow up barrel racing at all. Yeah. This was my this is my second life type thing. So, you know, main ring trainer, did my national such, did all this stuff in the main ring. But barrel racing was like, really? No. Kinda cute. I did, you know, I did all the rodeo queen stuff, but I never barrel raced per right. se. So I didn't understand the real value in it. Now I'm hooked in it, and I'm I'm really, 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 well, really. The one really thing that I want to give you a lot of credit for is Ted. 
I love my Ted. Because Ted, I love me some Ted. Yeah, Ted for those is, who don't know, Ted is my like he's my he's my he's, pony. he's your burrow pony. His name is Turn It On Ted. Yeah, he is a huge sixteen hand gray goober quarter horse gelding, <laughs> and his name should be Goober. Yeah. And when Lori first got Ted, she fell in love with him, and she started working with him. And he had some problems. And we couldn't figure out what they were. And we have determined over time and testing, a lot of testing, that Ted suffers from EPM. And unfortunately, and, we find a lot of barrel horses are EPM and Lyme disease. When right. We can't figure out. There was something neurological because, I mean, you could see him like literally, we could cross a leg over another leg and he would actually keep it there when he was standing Right. And still. there was a couple people that helped you diagnose this, yeah. a couple vets and a couple barrel racers mm -hmm. that helped you figure this out. And we've had Ted on a treatment mm -hmm. that works really well. And if you're interested in the treatment, they can email you where? Lori at hoofbeatswithlori.com. Because don't give up on your horse. Because when Lori started with Ted, oh, wow. the yeah. first thing is she would go into the ring and he would blow off the barrels. Yeah. So he was running no times. Then she worked with him and she got him to where, you know, in a standard barrel ring, she was running in the mid 20s, which we were cool. proud. Well, yeah, but it's not. No, a... we were proud because he wasn't blowing like, off the barrels. At least he wasn't turning left and leaving the arena. Yeah, I mean, he would blow <laughs> off the barrels and try and jump the fence, and we thought maybe we'd put him in jumping yeah, I and mean, that was a all this other stuff like I that. I just and remember watching. <laughs> watching him bucking across the arena. The arena like, when well, you were trying to check and in. And they're like, what, what's that horse? I go, that would be my horse. And he's bucking across As the he's field. Gone. And, and so we started there. Well, with we him. laugh about. I, I gosh, I keep jumping off, but it's so funny because we laugh because we still have him on Ted's string. Yeah, we still keep him on a string so he doesn't run away, and he's doing really well. He hasn't done that since he's been on the treatment. And the treatment is going so well with him that your last barrel race with him, you were running in the low seventeens on him. Yeah. And he's actually starting to run, so we're really looking forward to this next season. He's getting some strength now because he's his strength, his balance, everything is coming back, mm -hmm. and it just shows that. A lot of people would give up on the horse. No. And you haven't. So I give you a lot of credit for that. Thanks for that. Yeah, Mr. Ted. Mr. Ted. Turn it on Ted. Turn it on Ted. The big yeah. goober in the barn. Oh, he's crazy. And I mean, he's doing so much, so much but no, better. No, that is, that is true, though. It's like when we see different issues, like, for instance, horses that have like gate problems we see this a lot with barrel horses where they don't want to go in the gate they're blowing up as they're going in the gate first thing you all should check with that and we talk about it over and over again and uh charmaine james is the one who made me really aware of this which she says when they're doing that it's because of pain right and it may not be as you're entering it but there might be a turn in there where they really hurt and so that's their they don't want to go in. Correct, because so that's, where the, pain that's starts. where the pain starts. I mean, if you got hurt every time you walked in the front door of your house, you wouldn't go in your house anymore. That's a, You know what? That's a very good example. That's a very good example. It's kind of like how I feel when I come home. Really? That's why I stay outside and all the time. And that's why I leave on the barrel runs. Right, and that's why when they ask me at the doctor's, do you feel safe at home, I keep saying no. And yeah, and you point towards me. Yeah, and they carry you off. Yeah, we've seen how that works. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you laugh. It works really well. Yeah. Well, you know, too, the other thing is we want to remind all our <laughs> listeners that uh, if you're just listening for the first time, that Hoop Beats with Lori is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Tune in, Google Play, uh, or Google Podcast, and approximately 100 other platforms. Just about any place that you can find podcasts, and if you, you have can ADHD, download And if you have ADHD, you'll totally get this podcast because we jump from one side to the other to the other to the oh, other. Yeah. And we'll talk about shiny little objects and then go back to the beginning again. 
And now you're also going to be doing sponsorships available this year. Absolutely. And if anybody's interested in sponsoring the podcast, they can contact you where? Lori at Hoofbeats with Lori. Or if they have any questions about their horses, comments, concerns, they can contact you where? Same thing, Lori at HoofbeatsWithLori.com. And you're going to start putting some more pictures up on Instagram? Instagram, and also, of course, we have our Facebook page, Hoofbeats And with you Lori. can follow us there. And, you know, we didn't even talk about the Sphinx Cats. Oh, well, see, look at that. You've gone a whole, what, five minutes without talking about Sphinx Cats. I know, cats. but we're going to have to st- save that for another time because we're just about out of time in this segment okay and we got to move on because you know what laura we've got some great topics for today to bring in the new years and one of them is one of my favorites and i want to see how you're going to do oh, this because no, you are the expert at this what? and it's how to justify equestrian purchases to a non-equestrian oh well you have to have them and then <laughs> and then the oh, other one laugh. this is another one that you are really good at because everybody looks at you like you are nuts what? and that is Polo wraps aren't dangerous. Ugh. Lack of knowledge is. This drives me batch snot. I swear, <laughs> just, just drives me batty. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. At Rich Liano Farms Training Center, we work with you and your horse to make what you want easy for your horse to understand and to help you achieve your riding goals. Our training methods are proven by our clients' successes. We don't do gimmicks. We build a solid foundation. Horse training and riding lessons are available and taught by a United States Equestrian Federation horse judge, clinician, and trainer. Visit us on the web at alwayshorses.com or call us at 218-557-8762 to schedule your horse training session or riding lesson at Rich Liano Farms today. Since 1940, 1940- C. Jarvis Insurance has proven to be a vanguard in fulfilling the modern horseman's insurance needs. Four generations strong, offering coverage for equine mortality, farm and ranch, personal accident, and more. For 70 years, the C. Jarvis Insurance Agency has been setting benchmarks for service provided with honor and professionalism. Contact Terry Ann Boggs at 952-210-1535 or TAB at JarvisInsurance.com. Welcome back to Hoofbeats with Lori, where we're rekindling America's love affair with a horse one Saturday at a time. I'm Lori Richliano, your host, along with my co-host and husband, Victor Richliano. If you enjoy all things equine, this is the place to be. You know, this next segment, Lori, I, you, you should teach a class. What? You have a master's, you have a doctorate degree. Thank you. In how to justify equestrian purchases you to need, non-equestrian well, people. Yeah, of course. You know, I was bopping around the internet and I came across this article and it was written in Heels Down in July of 2018. Mm -hmm. And as I'm reading through it, it's talking about this couple, this lady who has horses and she married a non-equestrian person, which we all know that that's a major mistake. That's a huge deal. Now this was 2018. I wish I could find out who it was that actually wrote this because I want to write them and see if they're still Still together. Because we all know that it doesn't work. Well, or if the if the husband, let's just say if the woman is the equestrian and the husband, he really should have her opinion with horses. Right. I mean, he it, it has to be someone who is filthy rich, who really doesn't care about wasting money. <laughs> or just loves his wife unconditionally. No. No, no, no. Love has nothing to do with it. Trust me. We've been together for 26 years. What is and this? I love you unconditionally. Well, you're not rich either. No, so what not anymore. Heck? I what? used to be. Oh, please. I used to have money. Then I fell in love with you and married you. Well, see what happened? And I acquired all these animals and all this tack. Have you seen my tack? Oh, and speaking about tack, and I've it's got expanding. a couple things to... Yeah, well, I've got a couple 
things. Well, don't. yeah, you keep buying saddles. I cannot. Okay, all right, guys, I have to do this. Well, all no, right, so, we no, got to do this. Oh no, I got a story on Victor here. Well, let's let's not, talk not. about this first because I'm reading this article now. We're going to read this conversation, mm-hmm. and you're going to be kinda, you're going to be the girl because like this sounds exactly like one of our conversations. Yeah. So you're going to read the part that says me, okay. and I'm going to be Tim, which okay. is the guy. Okay. Okay. So. Our conversations go a little like this. Now, you are me, so you read that line. I think I'm going to go get a new saddle. Why? Don't you have two? Yes, but one is a wide tree for quarter horses and portly ponies, while the other is an all-purpose saddle. I don't understand. Why do you need another one? I mean, come on, really. Was that even a question I should have asked? Um, I'd like one for hunter-jumper shows. But wouldn't all-purpose also include hunter-jumper shows? Maybe. Or that one time... I, I'm running to the co-op for fly spray. Okay. And then you return with a halter, hoof oil, p- buckets, spurs, supplements, dewormer, and a hoof pick. What's all this? They're on sale. I mean, come on, really. But honey, you don't even own a horse. Oh, come on. Well, sometimes it's hard to find a free halter in the barn, and I always have one on hand, and the spurs are different than my other ones, because these are different rubber spurs, or softer on the horse's barrel. <laughs> Where is the fly spray? Oh, I forgot. I'll run back. No, no, no. I'll go get it for you. But you don't know what type to get. There's more than one kind. See, and that's exactly, I mean... That is our house to a T. I am not allowed to go and pick things up at the store for you. No, you are not. Because there's other things there and you have no idea what And then you get these new saddles that show... Now, with eBay and... Love eBay. All this stuff, this... uh, Tack online now and all this stuff. The re- Saddles yeah. just show up in the mail. Well, yeah, it's awesome, you know. I mean, these gigantic boxes get delivered to my house. I love the big boxes. And they got saddles in them. It's great. It's awesome. Well, no, okay, and I do, I do have a little bit of beef to pick with you. Okay, so I get this this new saddle, and I was like, I've been looking and looking and looking, and I finally got. It's a wide tree, and I don't have a lot of wide tree saddles because some of mine are high withered horses. Most of my barrel horses are. Kind of high withered. Well, I do have two portly horses. One of them is yours. Just saying. Anyway, so um, Mookie is she's in shape. Round is, is a shape. shape. Is that what it is? Yes. Okay. Anyway, so I got this Charmaine James saddle. Finally purchased it. Love it. Wonderful. Been waiting. Yeah. For thank it. you, Charmaine. Stop making saddles. <laughs> It's a great saddle. I've been waiting for it. Finally got a good price. Everything else, it gets delivered. I'm like, yes, the box shows up. You have that look of fear on your face. I disappear quickly into the barn with it. and Yeah, and it goes onto the rack in the mix of about 8,000 other saddles. You should know and I don't the, know where it goes. You should know the difference. Anyway, so I'm rigging it out. You know, making sure it's got the hind cinch, everything rigging on. I get out, everything up. And I put it on the side in there where you shouldn't even have to touch it. And I haven't ridden in it yet, but I know, and I tried it on with the horses that I want, the two on your portly beast, and another one of mine that fits. And I'm like, okay, fantastic. I can't wait to ride in this. And then you have your therapy. Well, you know what? Well, we have, we do equine-assisted physical and psychotherapy here at the farm. Uh-huh. And Tuesday is therapy day. And you're like Mr. And King of therapy we day. don't let Lori out in the barn on therapy day because she just scares everybody. I don't scare everyone. You I, do too. I give them goals. No, you come out there and suck it up buttercup is not a therapeutic term. Is it? No, it's not. I have, you know, yeah, but you know what I think it's funny is when you need somebody to tell the kids to suck it up. Buttercup, no, who no, you call? the problem That's is, right. is that when you come out to help with therapy, the counselors need therapy after you leave. That's not a good thing. You know what? Sometimes they need. So to we be don't pushed. let Lori out in the barn on therapy day. Right. I am there on therapy day. We have Amber, who's one of our interns, who does a wonderful job with the kids. A lot of hugs. We have our kissy. two counselors, yeah. Danae 
and Callie, who do wonderful, wonderful jobs with the kids. Occasionally, we'll have some working students out there. Emily and Jessica, they'll be out there helping tack and stuff like that. They're just basically there to help with the horses. They're they don't there participate. to help try to keep you in line because you well, start they're, they're, throwing bits and saddles, and I come out no, there. No, you next... have Emily and Jessica out there because you want to make sure that I'm using the right saddles. Oh, my gosh. And, yeah. Anyway, so I come out there, and the next day, I'm like, da-da-da, I want to go try out my new... Where is my saddle? And I look, and he put the wrong saddle, my brand new saddle, on, on a horse that it should not have even fit on, and I know it didn't fit. It was fine. No, it wasn't fine. It didn't fall off. Yeah, that's... Yeah, but the student did. No, it did not. The, oh, yeah. The last student that fell off a horse was yours, dear. She was in the snow. It doesn't matter. And she actually wasn't under it my was, walk. Yes, it was. You were. I have the video. You were out there. It was Jessica. It was Christmas Day. There was snow on the ground, and you wanted to ride, so you put her on Flicka, and she went running through the snowdrift and fell off. Well, that was not my fault, and it was Flicka, who's a little miniature pony. You know, she miniature still horse. fell off. I mean, how can you fall off like a foot off the ground? You still fell off. Yeah, well, anyway, she kind of went into the snowdrift. Well, it was dark outside, so you really couldn't see the snowdrift. <laughs> That she and the snowdrift was taller than horse. the horse. Yeah. Anyway, that's a whole nother story. But no, 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 and no, you but, end no, up using no, my new tag. no, I didn't, I didn't no. Even get a chance I to texted you it. and I asked you because Amber wasn't there that day. Oh, who was there helping me? She was sick that day. I was in the barn by myself. Oh, well, there that explains it all. And I texted you and I said, "Which saddle goes on this horse?" And I told you. And you told me. And I went to the exact spot that you told me to, and I pulled that saddle off. There was no way. You just chose whatever looked to your fancy. No, nope, it was exactly where you told me to. So if it's anybody's fault, it was yours. Uh-huh. No, anyway. It was the perfect saddle. I didn't even get to ride in my brand new saddle first. He's got it out there with equine assisted therapy kids just running around in my brand new Charmaine James. But it was perfect. It worked just fine. Yeah. No one fell off. The saddle fit the horse just fine. I don't think so. There wasn't a problem. I know which saddles, and I know which horses. If it doesn't go on right, just add another pad. And that'll be a topic of conversation on Hoofbeats with Lori, probably later on about saddle fitting. You don't just add another pad? No, you do not. Why not? Wow, that is definitely an entire... That is an entire segment we will have to talk about. Weren't we talking about how you justify the purchases? There should be no justification. I mean, there have been so much. That's the other reason, too. It's like I have we haven't had a chance to do a show because I've been trying to balance the books because TAC has been showing up in the mail. Oh, well, you know, I mean, you need. I'm going to take your phone away. Have you seen my bit collection? Oh, my God. The number of bits that have been showing up and then they show up. I see the bill and they disappear. Don't know what happened. I don't know where they go. <laughs> They're everywhere. Ted's got a couple bits. Oh my God! There's bits all over the place. <laughs> we get a lot. We get a lot of bits, but we get a lot of tack in the mail. That just just ignore it. It's Nothing fine. ever comes addressed to me. Oh yeah, you get some stuff. You get bills. <laughs> yeah, I get the bills. That's it. That's the only thing that comes addressed That's to me. Fine. It's fine. No, it's not. It's fine. It's not. So anyway, yeah, COVID's been good because you have to order stuff from home. Now, how many saddles did you get this summer? It doesn't matter. How many? Well, see, I want to make sure that the saddle How many fits the saddles horse. did you get? It doesn't matter. How many? It doesn't matter. I counted 4. No, not that many. I'm yes. No. Count them. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. No, most definitely not. There's like 3 maybe. 
Three is closer to four than two. Maybe two. No. Maybe two. There's three, at least, whole saddles, then enough rigging to make a fourth one. You know what? You need a lot of rigging. Okay, rigging, you know, you need hind cinch, and you need, you know, the, the you just need a lot of off billets and things, and... And, and how many of them little weird over and under things do oh, you I get? Oh, I love the over and How many different under. colors do you have? I've got cool colors in my over and unders. Did you see Because they have one? to match your shirt. Well, no, no, no. I've got, those are, those are quirts. And I've got a quirt. what? Quirt. A what? Q-U-I-R-T, a quirt. What the heck is a quirt? It's kind of like a Western whip, but it's not, but kind of. It fits around your wrist and you can whap, you know, as you run. What are you whapping? You whap your pony as you run. You whap, whap. But now my over-under. Have you seen my good over-under that I just got? That's a nice one. When did that arrive? Yeah, a little bit ago. And who paid for that? I Apparently you did because the bill went through. So it's good. <sighs> so, but yeah, this is the reason why there are divorces in the horse industry. <laughs> I mean, how do you explain all of this? Ted needed a new whip. I don't know. I mean. We're going to need extra pages on our taxes this year. That's fine. See, you know what? What, didn't you tell me about that one time? You either purchase it for the business or you have to pay the government, something like that. I think I heard that. Yeah, but you don't need to take it that literal. Well, no, I was doing it because, you know, I don't. I want to make sure that we're taking our proper deductions. Now, didn't you get new shirts? Well, of course. They have to match. I don't see the problem with that. And winter boots? Oh, well, you need the winter boots. You want me to freeze my feet off out there? I would just like for you to go outside when the snow is on the ground. You know what? But didn't I buy you winter boots? <laughs> so you can <laughs> go outside. I can go outside. But, you know, I do have to tell everybody, I did get a wonderful addition to the farm this year. What did you get? I got the bobcat. See, he did get a tractor. So I don't, don't anyone feel sorry for him. He was out there pushing snow going, I had to take off my jacket because it got too warm. Spoiled rotten. But where were you? I was warm inside. No, you were standing there calling me on the phone going, you missed the spot. Yeah, well, you know, you did. <laughs> <laughs> but you did. Yeah. But I don't need kibitzing from the inside. Uh, obviously you do because you missed a spot. So, um, you know, touche. Touche, yeah. And, uh, all right. So. Yeah, I love that. You know, this really, I should call this about ADHD show is what it is. I know. Because we the, bounce so much around. So many th people are like, what are you talking about? You know what this is? This is the Friends show, you know, because they always talk about Friends, you know, on TV for all, right. us, for all of us 80s babies and such. You know, 70s and 80s babies. You're too old for that. You're a you know, boomer. Yeah, I was, yeah well, I wouldn't talk. You're a Karen. I'm not a Karen. You are too. No, you're a boomer. Uh-huh. No, Karen is our cat that wanders around the house and looks disapprovingly at you. Yes, Karen is our token hairless cat, or our, our hair, token haired, haired cat. cat. And she, In she? a field of hairless cats, there's one with hair. Yeah. I think and her name is Karen. And she is a Karen. Oh, God, she is. But yeah, no, I'm a you know, generation you know, Z here, you know. Are you a Z or an X or an a Y? X. I'm an X. I'm a generation X. A generation X. And I look at you Are you boomers. sure? Yes, I am a generation X. Okay. You know, so. So you drink Pepsi. Coke. Then you can't be Generation X. Why? Z. No, Z is current. But then you drink Pepsi. No. Who's on first? Oh, this is one of your old man <laughs> jokes, isn't it? This is an old man joke. I forgot. The boomers tell these old man jokes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. What would you do if I wasn't balancing the checkbook? How would you explain all the tack purchases? I don't know. Maybe I should ask the working students. They go, hey, where's Victor? Is he going to come out and ride the horses? I go, no, he's doing what, girls? And they go... Paperwork. Whenever Victor doesn't want to show up in the barn, where is Victor? He's doing 
paperwork. Yeah, so you can buy more stuff. Okay. You're the only person I know that goes to the store. I just need to get a few things and comes back with a $400 bill. But do you use those things? Oh, no, yes. I don't. I don't ever see them. That's because they're being used. I mean, I got four pieces of wood downstairs. I don't even know what they're for. Because you were supposed to be making things with them and you have But what were they bought for? Actually, for my spice drawers, I think. actually. One of what spice drawers? The ones that you haven't made yet. We don't have spice drawers. Oh, I have. I have, but you just haven't put those little dividers in yet. You have to have the drawer to put the dividers in. I do. You we don't have the drawers. You do have the drawers. No, those are silverware drawers. Same thing. It's just... Do you see? Do you see? No. Why this is ADHD land? You have got to stop watching TikTok. Anyway, back to the original. I love TikTok. No, anyway, you have to stop. And if you all have seen, I do actually have it's not it's nicely naked on TikTok. That's our our cattery. There we go. Jump. Yeah, again. it's it's not Lori naked on TikTok. It's cats naked <laughs> yeah, on TikTok. Yeah, it's, it's nicely naked and it's our cattery. And I do have different videos on there, too, for some of our subscribers. So if you looked at Nicely Naked on there, you'll see that. And we do have a little horse videos on there, which are very funny. There now, are, some... are you going to put the video on TikTok of Jessica falling off of Oh, uh, I'm going to have to definitely That has to go up one. there. Yeah, I've got that. There, there are so many things. And again, back to ADHD land. As I, see, look, I did turn around this whole thing because we were talking about Mr. Boomer here and my, you know, Generation X. And as a Generation X person, we remember Friends, the TV show. Well, the Friends TV show is really about nothing. It's about their day-to-day -day thing about nothing. So it's a show. No, that was Seinfeld. Oh, Seinfeld. Oh, I'm sorry. You, Boomer, you Friends know that. Friends was older. nothing. Friends had nothing to do about nothing. Well, they did have nothing. No, that was Seinfeld. Seinfeld had nothing, but what about Friends? Friends, Friends was, was about a bunch of friends living in an apartment complex. And so then complex. why would Seinfeld and then not be also, about anything? Because Seinfeld was a show about nothing. But those were about friends, too. No, it was not. They were friends. No, they were not. They were, they were frenemies. Frenemies. Oh, that's another big words. Boomer. That's another boomer term. That's a fifty cent word. Anyway, so they're talking basically about. Were we talking about how to justify tag purchases? Did you notice how I tried to skim away from that? I know because you don't want to talk about all your tag purchases. They're necessary tax deductions. They are not. Oh. Ted, you could, Ted can only wear one saddle at a time. You know what? I have a business, a horse business, and I think that's very important. All right. We're going to wrap this segment up because I'm getting nowhere with it. We're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about polo wraps aren't dangerous. Lack of knowledge is. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. When we change the way we look at things, things change. Introducing equine-assisted physical and psychotherapy available at Rich Liano Farms and partnered with licensed therapists Ashley Thompson and Danae Hagenson. Equine-assisted therapy is on the forefront of the most successful treatments used to improve all levels of mental well-being, including PTSD, autism, trauma, children and family conflict, as well as helping to relieve the day-to-day -day stress we all experience in our lives. So whether you're dealing with the loss of a loved one, a traumatic event, or just feeling stressed out. Let us show you how a session with one of our therapy horses and licensed counselors can start you on your path to a relaxed and happier you. Most medical insurance is accepted. Contact 218-643-9330 or visit alwayshorses.com to set up your appointment today. 
Have you ever dreamt of riding a horse? Or do you own a horse and dream of better ride? At Richliano Farms Training Center, we can make your equine dreams come true. Our training methods are proven by our clients' success in England, Western, gaming, and riding down the trail. We don't do gimmicks. We build a solid foundation that lasts. Horse training and riding lessons for all levels are available, including therapeutic riding. Visit us on the web at alwayshorses.com or call us at 218-557-8762 to schedule your horse training or riding lesson at Richliano Farms today. Welcome back to Hookies with Lori. We're rekindling America's love affair with a horse. I'm Lori Richliano, your host, along with my co-host and husband, Victor Richliano. If you enjoy all things equine, you know this is the place to be. You know, Lori, this next segment is titled, Polo Wraps Aren't Dangerous, Lack of Knowledge Is. And it comes out of, you know, an article that was written by Becky Ships, where she talks about how every time she's online where people are talking about that polo wraps are dangerous, it makes her blood boil. And she feels that she has to stop herself from responding because it's not the polo wraps that are dangerous, it's the people that don't know how to use them correctly that and are I, dangerous. And I think I can stop it right here. We can insert whatever polo wrap, saddle, bridle, bit, whatever. Let's insert that term into that because I'm kind of going to deviate off of this off of this article just a little Correct, bit. Correct, because... Every piece of tack or equipment that you put on your horse has the potential to harm them Correct. if it's used incorrectly. Exactly. Um, I mean, even putting a blanket on a horse oh, wow. yeah, has never... the potential to harm it if it's put on incorrectly. If you have too loose of a blanket and you don't have it adjusted properly, that horse all it takes is a bad roll and they've got the leg caught up in it and they could possibly fracture a leg or hurt their back or, or tie themselves up. So basically what this whole article is talking about, and I think it's one of these... Um, it's very it's sometimes we just need to say it again get back to basics we all learned you know when we were growing up we learned pony club and that's kind of what we do at rich Sayano farms when i work with the with kids and when we're working even with adults is we go back to basics they got to know how to saddle a horse properly they got to know how to pick a horse's foot up correctly they need to know where and how to pick a foot i mean such a simple thing as picking a hoof you know you can hurt a horse by picking a hoof wrong oh yeah I mean, you can cause them to bleed. I mean, if you don't know where you're... I mean, it's that little... You have little. to know the parts of the hoof. Shocking, yeah. I mean, it's not just like, you know, grab and just start, you know, And the fact away. is, you, you see a lot of people out there, They you watch them, they show up at these arenas to ride, and they don't even pick the horse's foot. Or they how don't about even this? check to see I if have, there's anything in it. I have seen, actually, at least some runs, they've had bridles and bits upside down and backwards. Yes. Upside down and backwards. And they wonder why the horse is not responding correctly. Or, I mean, you've, I'm sure some of my my uh, listeners have also seen you know, like little memes on the internet and such. They've had like them cinched upside down and backwards. I mean, they've, oh, had, yeah. they've had the hind cinch tight, the front cinch not even there. We've seen bridles upside down. We've seen bits backwards, upside down, turned around. So all this goes back to knowledge and teaching yourself and slow yourself down and don't be afraid to ask questions. Um, be, be kind of cautious when you do ask questions on the internet, because I, I laugh. Um, there are so many internet experts out there that those, know everything about everything. Don't even, have not even ridden a horse. They've read a book, maybe. Yes. Or saw an article, or they've watched Heartland. Oh, Heartland, yeah. Yeah, and that's, that uh, is the knowledge that you need. Now, don't get me wrong, Heartland's a very good show. It has got a lot of young people interested in riding horses. I think it's awesome for that. And it's awesome for that. But there are a lot of things that go on in that show that make it very difficult to watch. Yeah, if you know things. And right. It's, it's interesting. Um, the other thing is when you put things out 
on the internet, you're going to get some weird things. Fallon Taylor, she's a barrel racer. She kind of put a spoof out there. Oh, I guess it was like early December or something. Um, I, I asked them why my horse switched, switched its tail and you could see everyone and they're all like, and you could just see all everyone going, Oh, I'll tell you why. Cause everyone's got an opinion. Right. And some of it's not even valid. Right. But it's, everyone has, and that's exactly true. Everyone has an opinion, but instead of having an opinion, how about we get some real knowledge about Correct. it? So sometimes you have to go back to basics. We'll go right into the polar wraps. You need to learn how to wrap a horse's leg properly so that you can protect it. If you don't know how to wrap it with a polar wrap, maybe we should use a sports boot. But you even have to know how to put a sports boot on properly. Right. Does that even fit? a splint boot can be dangerous. Splint put boot, on correctly. Put on upside down, round. You take your time to learn it. Talk to a professional. Talk to someone. Read your books. I know an antiquated thought process. Antiquated. Antiquated. Thank you. Yes. You're, this is why I have you around here. Just yes. I am a plethora of useless knowledge. That's that's why you're a boomer. Yes. And, and you know the one thing that I will give you credit for is that your students you follow the pony club guidelines. Right. You teach them from the basics. We have had people that come out here for riding lessons, and we have to explain to them that the hour-long riding lesson is not an hour on the horse's back. No. These kids have to know how to do things. And it's funny because they hate when I do this, but when we're doing these shows sometimes, we have some of our students listening to the show. And we have two of them in the studio right now. Right. And they're all panicking because they're afraid we're going to make them talk on the air. I know. I love and watching them freak out. in between these sessions, when the advertisers were on, we were going over this topic. And we were talking about... Um, you know, have polo wraps are unsafe. You know, they were talking about because they might come unwrapped and stuff like that. And both of them chime up in the beginning. Both Jessica, we have Jessica and Emily here in the studio with us tonight. And they both pop up and they go, well, if you're worried about the polo wrap coming undone, just use black electrical tape and make sure that they're on there good. Over the Velcro, right. Yeah, put it over the Velcro so it doesn't come undone. And, and if correct. this is the problem, you need to do this. And if this is the and it's like they're getting indignant I know. about it. And it's Which like, good, though, you got to be careful. And just so everybody knows, that's the giggling you hear in the background. It's not the cats tonight. <laughs> it's Jessica and Emily. They're in the studio with us today. But it's good, though. And say hello, girls. Come on, say hello. Hello, girls. Hello. Oh, look, now, now, look, now they don't want to talk. Wow. That, they're pointing at each other. I, I love that. That's they're awesome. turning bright red and giggling. <laughs> Say hello. So, we don't have all day. Hi. There we go. Say hello, Jessica. Hi. There, there we go. go. Uh, Hi. We think Jessica's kind of like, we keep her in the back. Yeah. She's in a box in the back somewhere. <laughs> it's okay. But no, that's, and that's good though. Um, I like to see the knowledge and then they also share that knowledge with other people. So we have various levels of working student at our farm. We have the real beginning and we have the advanced, the ones that are like Jessica and Emily, who now can help other riders learn. And they're things. embarking their knowledge yes. on the new riders, which is great to see. Yeah. Because a lot of times, too, it's if you or I are out there working with a new student, it's kind of intimidating. Yeah, sometimes. You know, where they're more in their age group and learning from them and the other thing too is it helps cement the knowledge with jessica and emily because they're teaching people the best way to learn a subject is to teach the subject right. honestly and that's the truth of it so um we just kind of go back to basics and that's the best way i can describe anything no matter what do you do hunter jumper do you do just western trail riding do you do barrel racing do you know do you do western you know in you know competition do you do pleasure you need to just make sure go to the basics. Don't start rushing over it just because you're hoping for something. Don't go for the latest and greatest fad. 
learn what you're supposed to do. Go I mean, back to it. It comes down to some of the basic things that are very simple. It's like when you are unsaddling a horse that's in a western saddle that has a front cinch and a back cinch. Why do we take the back cinch off first? Exactly. Well, why? Why well, do we do that? Because the hind cinch really allows the side, it stops the side to side movement of the saddle, but it's not cinched so tight that that's what holds on the saddle. So your main saddle, the main reason why it stays on is because of the front cinch. So we take off the hind cinch first, we're going to unbuckle the hind cinch, just because if you unbuckled the front cinch first, which is the main holding out, and you left the hind cinch, which is not as tight, it could spin upside down if the but horse not spooked. fall off the horse. Correct, and then you've got an upside down saddle, which is never right. Never, Sitting never. under the horse, banging it. Where if you take the hind cinch off, mm -hmm. and now you're taking the front cinch off, and something spooks the horse, the saddle can fall clear of the horse. Right. Where that hind cinch is going to keep the saddle attached to the horse, swinging loosely underneath it, and you're going to have a major blow up. And I will talk to a couple other things. People put if you're going to use a hind cinch, use a hind cinch. This is a huge, huge pet peeve of mine. If you have a hind cinch and it's like you can put a couple, you can put a hand in there or four inches. Why a why do you even have it? Because it's not there for looks, and they can take their hind foot in in a good situation. The girls are nodding for those of you since we're not on TV. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're nodding, nodding in agreement. Correct. They could take a hind foot and actually get it caught up in that hind cinch. So the reason for that hind cinch. Or what's is even better are the what? ones that crank it on so tight that it's a bucking strap. Yeah, that's if it slides back. Or you don't use a connector. Right. Come on, guys. And it slides back, and now you now wonder you the why, the, You're why the, the horse NFR. is bucking. You yeah, know, it's like that, saddle broke all, all over again. But yeah, no, I mean, there's there's certain things. And so that's a basic. Do you have a hind cinch on your saddle? Is it, Do you have a connector? You better have a connector um, to that's the front. That's a connector between the hind cinch and, and, and the front cinch to keep it from sliding back and, and turning have, into a bucking strap. It's surprising how many people don't. Do you know how to do you know how to? And do if you don't have one, you can make one out of a piece of baling twine. See, baling twine works for everything. Oh, yeah, baling twine and duct tape you can fix anything exactly and now do you know how to cinch up let's we're talking westerner do you know how to do the what they call some people call it the texas t do you know how to tie it correctly Correct. do you know how to buckle it i i like to tie mine because i adjust them and i readjust them and readjust them some people just like to buckle them and use them in the holes okay fine if you like that great but you need to know how to do that properly and so you need to make sure that you master each of those techniques it's not just hope and is your saddle sitting too far forward over the shoulders is it sitting too far back i mean i've had some of my friends who've gotten one of my clients is you know she just got a horse and so she sent me photos and she says does the saddle fit i said well it would fit if it was placed correctly you know she had it way too far back right and when it goes way too far back it's going to cause problems it's going to be riding on top of their kidneys or if it's too far forward you're going to inhibit their shoulder some people have a habit of way too far forward and then you are you're you're they skull you know they get these little golf skulls types underneath their shoulders um, because the cinch is so far forward so there's a couple different things fit is a big thing it goes back basic 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 if you're not comfortable if you're not 100 percent sure go to a professional who can help you with that yeah and one of my pet peeves one of the first things that we teach that i teach students how to do is how to tie that quick release slip knot oh yeah when you're tying the horse to something mm -hmm. whether it's to a trailer or in the trailer or tying it to something to groom it 
You need to tie it so it hits firm if the horse starts to pull back and it's not just going to pull loose. But if that horse really starts to get scared and is really pulling back, it can get injured unless you know and how to tie that correct knot so you can grab it and just untie it. And here's my other one with that. Where do you tie it? Correct. Better tie it above those withers. Correct. People tie them too low. Or Okay, here's the other one. The worst. One, the worst. When, and it drives me nuts. And I mean, yes, you'll see it in some of the movies. Do you ever tie your reins? Oh my, my lord! To something? Oh no! And I've seen them. I've seen oh, them yeah. all over. Because you just... see it in the movies where the cowboy comes running into town, goes up to the the, the, hitching, the hitching rail in front of the saloon, jumps off that horse, takes those split reins, and just spins them around that hitching rail and goes in and gets himself a whiskey. Yep. Well, yeah, it might be the last whiskey he gets. Yeah, you know, and your horse may be calm enough to stand there ninety-nine out of a hundred times. But that one time when that bar fight breaks out and that <laughs> old cowboy comes rolling out into the street and freaks your horse out, it's going to pull back. It's going to pull back, break its jaw, or break the bridle. One of the because two. a horse's first inclination is to run. Of course. They're, they're not flight. fighters. They're, they're flight animals. They want to get out of Dodge. So these are certain things that you need to think about when you're doing it. And quiz yourself. There's different, you know, and everything that you see on the screen, you know, Heartland is not true. Yeah. So it, on all the movies, there's yeah. a lot of stuff. And you know, those movie horses are so well trained. Yes. They are so well trained. It's like, you know, you see the chicken that plays the piano to get the treat. Every chicken is not going to be able to play the piano what? just because one chicken plays That's the piano. That's why I wanted chickens. I know, to play the piano. I know. That's why we have five pianos, because you want chickens. Exactly. See, it's a whole process. But chickens have little pianos. You have big pianos. Okay, well, you buy me a small So we're not getting piano? big chickens. Oh, okay. Well, you buy those me would small... be ostriches. Oh, those are awful. Yes, they're horrible animals. <laughs> crazy. Unless you can ride them. Which is a possibility. Yes, but then you hit a whole new cinching device. That would be interesting. I'd yes. like to cinch that up. Yes. I wonder how you couldn't use a crupper on that either. No, uh-uh. But you can on a donkey. Yeah, which I have. Which you have. It's rigging. We were talking. Oh, now we're going off a whole other subject. There you go again. Yeah, look at ADHD. Stay on the same subject. On. Basically, it goes down to learn your basics, quiz yourself on it. If you have a question, you know what? Internet is not always the best place to look for the answer. Um, a professional who is specific in that division is probably a little bit better for you. Know, and the other thing that uh, I saw a lot at the horse shows is you would see a top trainer mm -hmm. using a device, a training device. Uh, draw reins. Draw reins, uh, a specific type of bit on a halter horse. Tie down. Something like that. And you would see an up-and-coming trainer or an amateur would see this person doing it. They would go out and buy the same device and try and mimic what they saw. And what they don't understand is there's a touch that goes to that. There's a training. There's a learning curve that that professional has learned how to work that device. Mm -hmm. You cannot get the same results by just having the same device. No. It can be very dangerous. I mean, you have some bits in your barn that in the wrong hands could cripple a horse. Did you know a regular snaffle bit can cripple a horse? Oh, yes. Just a regular snaffle bit can cripple a horse. But some of these bits that are out there are very severe mm -hmm. if they're used incorrectly. Used correctly, they're the most gentle thing on the face of the planet. Well, that's what we talk about, like, say, a spade bit. Some people look at a, a, um, a vaquero spade bit. They have a very high port in them, very high port. And that's, that's the metal piece that's in the center that usually sits right across their tongue or across their tongue going towards the back. And people go, wow, that is just like really dangerous and who would ever use that? That's for the highly trained horse. We're talking major trained horse. We're and talking... the highly trained rider. Oh, yeah. 
Not just the horse, no, but you, the highly trained rider. That you barely have to touch, and they're going off of weight, and they're going off of leg. And we see that with barrel horses, too. Some of the bits that we use as they graduate, they're, they're appropriate for the horse. It's not just, I have a problem, so I'm going to go to a stronger bit. That's where we need to back it down and go back to basics. A bit is not going to fix your horse. Training is. Correct. Well, on that note, Lori, we're going to take one last break. When we come back, we're going to wrap the show up. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Minnesota Gun Class has trained thousands of students to be safe, competent, permit-to-carry holders. In our classes, you will gain the knowledge and skill to keep you and your family physically and legally safe. You will learn how to develop a personal protection plan, handgun basics, how to select a handgun that's right for you, shooting fundamentals, the legal use of force, what to do legally after a violent encounter, and Minnesota carry law. For more information and to register, visit us at minnesota.gunclass.com that's minnesota.gunclass.com clothing alterations and more for the equestrian make an off the rack or average show jacket extraordinary with custom alterations to your exact size custom tailor your show outfit and look your best in the show ring western hunter showmanship and more all carefully altered to your correct measurements look the part of a champion in the ring with carol's alterations at country cottage crafts 218-557-9224 or check them out on Facebook, Country Cottage Crafts in Kent, Minnesota. Welcome back to Hoofies with Lori, where we're rekindling America's love affair with the horse. I'm Lori Richliano, your host, along with my co-host and husband, Victor Richliano. If you enjoy all things equine, you know this is the place to be. You know, Lori, it was fun. It's been so long since we've done this podcast. You can tell how really, excited I was because I was I like ADHD we were all over the place. Jumping everywhere. It's all right. It's so okay. So next time we promise we'll we're be a little, little bit more focused. More focused. But focused. you know, that's what people like. They do. like They it. like the 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 unfocused part of us. I don't know about that, but they're kind but of you know at least they laugh. You know what I didn't mention at all? No, what? Pie. Oh, please don't. We no. need to talk about You're pie. You're on a diet. Yeah, I'm on a seafood diet. <sighs> Any food that I see, I eat it. Obviously. But no, this is like uh, when we wrap the show up Obviously. at the beginning. This is when I get to talk about the analytics. Okay, Victor loves. And I love the analytics because you know we use this uh, this system that tells me where everybody's listening. The pod club, yeah, yeah, and uh, it's called PodServe, and okay. it's a great service. And right now we have listeners in almost all fifty states, Yay. which is great. There's a couple that are going to remain nameless right now, and. I'm going to send out some emails to friends in those states to say, hey, we need listeners. There. Okay. But it's only like two that we don't have people listening in right okay. now. But what I am the most excited about is our out-of-country listeners. Yes. Not only do we, I mean, Canada you would expect, okay? We have a lot of listeners from Canada. There's a lot of horses in yeah, Canada. Yeah, but we have listeners in Germany. Yes. Ireland. Actually, Germany surpassed Ireland. Ireland used to be Number our one. most listeners mm-hmm. out of the country. Germany has surpassed Ireland. Awesome. So, you know, I got to love the Germans. And you speak German. Ich liebe dich. Yeah, I think that's wonderful. And so Ireland is number two. And then we have Japan. Yes. Australia. New Zealand. New Zealand. The Russian Federation. Yes. Brazil. Of course. Follow Singapore. Mm-hmm. And now we have new listeners in Pakistan. Pakistan. I love it. Which is amazing to me. Pakistan. Well, there's horses all over the world. People need to learn about different things, and I guess they want to hear you and I banter back and forth. I don't know. I don't know if it might be a little bit too much, though, with this last episode, because this was like we were all... It was a little all over the board, but it was fun. 
Yeah, you gotta admit it was fun. A little it's, shaky it's a here. new year. It's a, little a new shaky. Year. I don't know. It's a new year with the snow that's on the ground, and it is cold here in Minnesota. Yeah, see the we're, you know you wouldn't know because you don't go outside. That's correct. I have people for that. Yeah, me. Yes. I bought me you and the boots. girls. Yeah, and I bought you boots. Yeah, bought me boots. Yeah, yeah you noticed. And that I, I noticed bought... that you bought the girls coveralls and boots. boots. Everything that you bought this year for Christmas for everybody was warm clothing to kick them out of the house. <laughs> Did you notice? There's a method to my madness. Yeah, that's really. I just weird. want them comfortable. You know, and you know, so you can also hear our. A podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, iTunes, of course, Google Podcasts, along with about a hundred other platforms. So don't forget to subscribe because then they'll tell you when the new ones are coming up, yes. so that you won't miss them. Like and follow. Like and follow those. You can follow us on Facebook and on Instagram. I need to get those going and get again. Get those Look up and running wow, again. You're going to be work. on Facebook soon. And don't forget to support Hoofbeats for Healing. You can go to www.hoofbeatsforhealing.org. That's our nonprofit equine assisted therapy program where we um, take horses and animals that you know need to be we, we we fix them, turn them around, and then they actually give back to the riders. Correct, and it's a great program. And you can sponsor horses there. You can sponsor a farrier visit, treats, do all types of stuff like that. Uh, we're still looking for somebody to help us out with getting some insulation for our arena. So if you're into that stuff and you've got some extra cash after Christmas just kind More of floating tax around. Tax deductions. Tax deductions they that you're looking for. We are a 501c3. And we've we actually had, and I do need to big shout out, we've had quite a few different um, donations this year um, that have helped carry us through, even with the COVID situation. So y'all know who y'all are. And, and a lot of them came through that wanted to be anonymous. anonymous this year. And you all know who you are. And thank you so much for your donations we would not be able to keep functioning without you because covid has really hurt our ability to do fundraising you know and um we talked about instagram already and my if sphinx they, cats the sphinx cats are nicely naked are nicely naked. naked sphinx you can see those on facebook mm -hmm. also and you have just had how many litters well, it's actually quiet now. It's getting better. We right. had we had like four litters, and I've got a couple that are going to new homes. And, right. And it's we're my goodness. And then we were, we raised a fuzzy group this year. Yeah, that was kind of interesting. One of our working students showed up in the end of summer. Said here. Here they Mother, brought us yeah. a shoebox of five fuzzies. Yes, five fuzzies, and I'm like, what are these? <laughs> and the mother had been unfortunately didn't make it. Right. So we ended up, you were up every three hours yeah. tube feeding them mm -hmm. and then bottle feeding them. Mm -hmm. And we quickly found homes when they were old enough. Mm -hmm. After they got spayed uh, and after neutered. After they got spayed or neutered Always. for two of them. Time spayed and and then people. three of them just right before Christmas time went, went to up to Fargo, home. North Dakota, all together. And they're doing very well up there. Mm -hmm. um, we have several of the Sphinx. I remember there was one weekend right before Christmas that was difficult on you because I think nine kittens in one weekend went that's out. a lot for me I mean people are like okay great you know and and I, I everything comes out of here is spayed or neutered that's a big thing yes I do breed cats and such but I try to make sure that they're going to go to their forever homes and we've been doing it long enough that I can pretty much tell you where every single one of my kittens are that we've bred but it's still very difficult on me I mean I've raised these guys they're from, like your children well I mean from the first breath I'm there when they're queening out to when they go to their new homes it's difficult it it's is it's difficult. very difficult it's and very then difficult i'm trying to slide them underneath my coat oh, and hide them away i know you keep you're you're bad i don't have i only have one yeah that's what you say well i only have one at a time oh, okay yeah. one kitten at a time and they're all doing very very well yeah. we've got a lot of cats going to their new homes it's been just a lot of fun yeah, it's been a crazy year and i think everyone's had pretty much a crazy year let's see if we have a better 
gosh, as better 2022. Gosh, are we already there? Yeah, we're already in 2020. Today is the first day of 2022. And you know what? I hope somebody has lunged 2022 before no, we get lunge on. 20, yeah, they have to lunge 2022 before we get on because I really don't want it to buck like 2021. No, 2021 That was just bucked. way too much bucking Yeah, so me. I hope everyone's out there lunging. You know, and I mean, it's with all these new COVID variants and getting a shot for this and a mask for that and a test for this and a test for that. I just want to get back to a sense of normalcy. Yeah. I want to ride my horses and just have a good year. Well, that, thankfully, the horses are what do keep us grounded. And but, as much as we can. You know, Lori, with that, I'm going to go check the cats. I'm going to go over to the barn and check the horses. And I'm going to try and stay warm. So I'm out of here. Happy trails.